welcome to the show. Thank you for making time to be here. Uh, it would be nice if we could hear just a snippet about you. Uh, let me just tell you a little bit about what's going to happen today. The idea would be we're trying to bust some of these myths that entrepreneurs may have or people have are you know fostering around entrepreneurship by me meeting such wonderful people like you who are doing this entrepreneurship way or living it. I want people to see what's really what is it like to really do it, right? Did you have experience in the past? Did you grow up with it? Did you just jump in it? Did you have no choice? <laughs> and of course, any like anything that you you know you want to share with us. So like maybe a snippet about your background and a snippet about your business. Welcome, Barbara. Thank you. Um, well, I <clears throat> I went to school. I have a master's in public health and health education, and I learned about how to create sort of big scale um, education campaigns. And I, and my husband at the time was, uh, he's an entrepreneur really. And he started um, auto repair business and he had an auto repair business and I helped him with it. And, and um, I worked in the business and I went to school and then we had children too. And um, I learned about business through that experience. And then when I was in, in grad school, I took administration and management classes and we directly applied what I learned to the business um, that he had at that time. And then we had that business for um, 35 years. And I was always really um, interested in the part where we communicated with the customers. And auto repair is not quite as fun as chocolate, but it was fun to help people have their cars repaired and feel good about it. Um, and it can be kind of a scary thing and mechanics don't have the greatest of reputation. And so I got really into um, helping smooth over that process of having people get their cars repaired and to trust the people that they're who are working on their cars and sort of help change the reputation of mechanics as, you know, really uh, knowledgeable uh, professionals. And, and so we, we created a, a business um, that way. And that business was a really good one. We ended up selling it in 2015. And um, uh, my husband was from Ecuador. And we ended up going there to visit and found this little town, Mindo, that was really beautiful. And it was the, you know, the, it was very lush and green and the temperature's perfect all the time. And, and we ended up um, deciding to build a little house there. And uh, because he's a serial entrepreneur and the answer to every problem is start another business, um, he, he, uh, we decided to, because we wanted fast internet service to start a little internet cafe and just help bring in a little bit of money to help pay for that internet service. And then, um, I had been roasting my own coffee for quite a few years, just for fun. And, um, we started make roasting coffee and, and I started making brownies and the brownies were very popular, but uh, I didn't like the chocolate I was finding in Ecuador. I knew Ecuador was known for having the best cocoa beans in the world, but I, um, you know, I didn't understand why I couldn't find good chocolate. So I started looking and learning and I just learned all about chocolate. 
And then we bought some cocoa beans and made chocolate for the first time. And I was just blown away by how much more delicious it was. And this was pure 100% uh, chocolate that had nothing, you know, nothing, no sugar, nothing added to it. It tasted so much better than any chocolate I had ever had before. I was just like, this is huge disservice has been done to people <laughs> destroying chocolate. And so I just got really into learning about chocolate. And I mean, the business really just happened. It just took a life of its own. I had no intention of starting another business or really getting into the business of chocolate, but I found it fascinating. And then, of course, I latched on to the part about educating people about chocolate that became really interesting and fun for me. And I uh, started doing um, chocolate tours in Mindo, in Ecuador. And we is a it's a touristy town, so we get a lot of people coming through, and that took off uh, like crazy. The tours, and you know, a couple of years ago, not last year, but a couple of years ago, we had you know twelve thousand people come, um, and twelve thousand five hundred and seventy one people came to our tour, uh, and so that. And then they buy chocolates, but it was, you know, it worked out really well and it was, it's gearing back up now, but um, it was, it did come to a halt. But, and we also have the, re- the cafe grew into a pretty big restaurant that, um, <clears throat> you know, it was started out at seating about 40 people. And now it seats 120 people. And we have some pretty big groups coming through. We have a lot of birders because Mindo is known for birding. And um, that's what we're doing. And then we just, I just started making chocolate here for fun. Just, I mean, I wanted to learn about it. And um, this grew into a little business here, mostly from people coming to me and saying, hey, I, I want to buy your chocolate. That's and incredible. I know. Zingerman's was one of them. They were so excited that they wanted to um, us to sell their chocolate. They wanted to buy my chocolate, and I hadn't didn't even you know hadn't even started yet. They're like, "Oh, we'll help you with packaging," and so it just went, it just grew like that, really. Wow! So it was all by accident, not knowing much yeah. about it, and you were being an educator. You started digging deeper, and you learned more, and it became. Uh, a nice business right now that's awesome we were talking about less than five years i mean well no it's it's 12 it's it will be 12 years in november 12 years okay yeah and we sold our other business but we were we were doing this one at the same time so are you still now having the cafe as well as the the chocolate or is it one or two or what's happening no the the cafe is coming back it's it's really um it closed down for quite a while. I mean, we went from 20 employees down to, you know, at one point, I think we just had one uh, part-time because <laughs> we closed it down. Yeah. And then, uh, then the, it just gradually started coming back little by little. Yeah. And um, now I think we might have maybe nine or 10 people. My daughter uh, is now running the business in Ecuador. Fantastic. This is really exciting, and it's nice to hear the story behind what you might see, you know, and I'm sure there were some really nice days and there were some really bad days. Would you mind mm-hmm. sharing with us 
like how long did it take you to even start making any money that you could even pay yourself? A long time. <laughs> a very long time. Yeah. I put a lot of, we put a lot of money into it. This is when we sold our other business. We just invested. And um, I, I am, I am making a little bit of money right now, but really uh, not as much as my chocolate maker makes, <laughs> but it's, you know, I, I, I'm very optimistic and I'm learning a ton about how to make a business work. And it's, Mostly a lot of really hard work and a lot of um, not giving up and not letting uh, failures bring you down and just keep moving ahead and um, not really thinking of it as a way to make a ton of money so much as a way to do things that I like to do. And I'd like to learn and do, I like to create new things and new products and um, I like to mentor uh, young people when they learn, uh, you know, learn the chocolate maker, learning how to be a chocolate maker and, and other people learning how to, you know, work in a business. And I, I just, I just enjoy that. And that's more what it's about for me than the goal of making a ton of money. I'm curious, uh, you mentioned it a little bit with COVID hitting the, the business really hard. Have you been able to adjust your new business? Do you have a new business model? Have you figured out something new? Are you back to the old model? What's what happened since then? Oh, we definitely had to turn on a dime. And I was I'm glad that we have very small business because it would have been, you know, a nightmare probably for a larger business that can't move as be as agile. Um, <clears throat> but what I did was on March 17. Of last year, I had six employees and I went down to two employees. And one of them was a graduate of Michigan Tech. And he, uh, I hired him to run our tours and, and classes that we were doing here. And they were doing really well enough to get a full-time person. But when, when COVID, you know, on March 17th, I said, okay, I'm going to have to lay off everybody except two people. And then um, the one person from Michigan Tech, he went, I said, You're, we're doing online sales. Uh, we are really pushing the online sales because that's going to be our, you know, only savior because all the businesses that we were selling to were closing down and or not, or they were too frantic trying to figure out what to do that, that, that our ordering our products was minor, you know, they didn't want to deal with things that weren't really important. So we, we lost a lot of our wholesale customers, which was most of our business. And our wholesale business went down 24% and our um, online sales quadrupled. So um, that ended up the bottom line at the end of last year was about the same as the year before. Yes. <laughs> I worked about four times as hard as I worked the year before, but got a new business in a way, right? I mean, that's uh, being online. It's a whole nother business that you didn't have. Yeah. Yeah. We had a little bit of online sales, but now it's a lot more and we've learned how to promote it. We did a lot of um, promotion of the online sales and we did a lot of tweaking of our website and things to get it 
um, you know, good conversion rate. And we just really pushed that and did a lot of social media advertising and um, that really, um, really worked. And now I know, now I know the formula for making it work. So I could just keep pushing that. And then our wholesale customers are coming back little by little. So I'm pretty optimistic that uh, that's going to start doing better too. Yeah, well, Barbara, I could keep you all day because you're such a wealth of information. And just to recap, you still have a business running in Ecuador and a business in Dexter, Michigan. So this is incredible that you're running these two operations. I'm assuming it's also hopefully giving you some uh, some kind of comfort to see some family back and forth in two different spots. It's always nice to see. <laughs> uh, what's next for Barbara? What, what do you see next? I'm just going to keep pushing ahead. I mean, excited about the future of this business. It, it's, it's fun and it's, and it's challenging and I keep learning and I keep, I uh, get to be creative and innovative and I've really learned to, um, I feel like I'm a really good uh, problem solver now. And I think that's kind of fun uh, to be a, a sort of a creative problem solver mm-hmm. and just just look forward to keep doing that and uh, making this thing work. So if you were to uh, give a, you know, an advice for a mentor, a, a person who is aspiring to be an entrepreneur, what would you say today? I would say don't do it unless you absolutely have to. It's like having children. That's what I always say. If you do not want children unless you have to have children because they're a lot of work. And they're all, it's, it's not, uh, it's not easy by any stretch of the imagination. It's, I push it's, back. You just had children and had businesses. I know. You told me what to do it. And <laughs> That's how I learned. Multiple times. <laughs> no, I had to have children. I, it was not an option for me. Okay. <laughs> it was a good, it was a good choice. Because okay, good. They're all adults now. <laughs> but so, yeah. Uh, we're hoping that the business becomes an adult one day and take care yeah, of it. Yeah. It's probably a teenager now, so it's still hard. But yeah, it's getting there. Barbara, thank you so much. I really appreciate your time and making this happen. And uh, we'll stay in touch. For those who want to come buy more chocolate, uh, where should they? What should they do? Um, they should go to mean www.mindochocolate.com. That's the best place to get it. Thanks a million. Have a great day. Okay. Thank you. Have a good day.